0: This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Locked and loaded for a big Saturday afternoon. We take you up until 7 o'clock, at which time it'll be Don LaGreca getting you ready for Game 6, Rangers and Devils. Boy, we talked a little hockey last week, and boy, did we ever nail it, right? Rangers are cruising. They're going all the way to the cup final. What could could possibly change in a week? But uh, we'll uh, preview that a little bit later on with the Four mentioned Don LaGreca game six tonight. Rangers have to have it. You have to figure going to give you a better effort tonight. Mainly because a can't be any worse than game five. Although on the flip side, you would have thought it couldn't be any worse than game four. So you never know. But of course, the number you know one 919 ESPN is that telephone number. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Gordon Dammer. You can find me on TikTok at uh, Old Man Radio. But most importantly. You can find me right here on your radio for the next four hours, and we are jam-packed today. We will get into the Knicks, who get their series against the Heat underway tomorrow, a game you can hear right here on your home for Knicks basketball, 98.7 FM ESPN New York. We got to get into the NFL draft because, as I always say, if you love the NFL, if you are a football fan you love the NFL draft and the Jets making moves, the Giants making moves, so we'll get into that in the course of the past week. We got the Aaron Rodgers move all done. Jets are on their way to the Super Bowl. After all, what could go wrong? Everybody loves the move right now. What could possibly go wrong? But I got to be honest with you, I know it's not the most pressing thing because it doesn't have the greatest sense of urgency right now like a playoff series does for the Rangers or a playoff series does for the Knicks or the NFL Draft, which is flying by right now, or, or anything like that. But i got to start with the Yankees, because this week, with all that went on, nothing was more glaring to me than the performance of the New York Yankees. And how was that performance? What would be the word you would use to, to describe that performance? Well, um, bad, terrible, awful, horrible, ugly, disgusting, putrid. I don't, you could pick any one of those. You could pick one of your own. And I think really what it comes across watching the team, and again, season's not that long, right? The baseball season is a marathon. You, you can't jump to conclusions in the first month of the season when you're talking about baseball. There's, there's going to be guys that, uh, that, that emerge in the course of the season that we're not even really thinking about right now. Who knows what trades will happen? Who knows what moves will happen? So you never want to overreact. To the first month of the baseball season. Sometimes you don't want to overreact to even later on in the baseball season. Some people, you know, it's not until May 1st you start to get concerned. Maybe it's till June 1st. Maybe it's the trade deadline, whatever it is. But I think that even 20, what is it, eight games into this baseball season for this New York Yankees team, you don't need to be Bill James to realize this team stinks. This is a bad baseball team. They're just a bad team. It's not a mystery. It's not something that's tough to figure out. Take a look at the names that they put in the lineup on a day-in and day-out basis. I brought this up to Larry during the week, a a little thought experiment. Let's say tomorrow morning, Giancarlo Stanton wakes up tomorrow, and he's miraculously healed, right? He's ready to go. they, They put him through tests. His injury is healed. He's, he's, he's 100%. He's healthy. He wants to get back on the team and start making a difference. Great. And to bring him back, they, they would need to, to make a roster spot, right? They got to get rid of somebody. So they cut Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun has to find a new team. How long do you think it would take to, for, for Willie Calhoun to find a new team? Would it be immediately? Would it take a couple of days? It would probably be he'd hook on with somebody else, on like a minor league deal, Right. Willie Calhoun was the Yankees' cleanup hitter last night. The Yankees, an organization worth $7 billion, have Willie Calhoun as their cleanup hitter. And when you take a look at the Yankee, if you want to, um, to purge yourself on a day-in and day-out basis, take a look at the Yankee lineup before games. For the most part... It's like a minor league lineup. I know they got rid of Franchi Cordero, but he was he was a major part of the lineup here the last couple of days. Or IKF, or Aaron Hicks, or Willie Calhoun. The Yankees have spent two hundred and or roughly two hundred and seventy five million dollars on a roster. They have the second highest payroll in the sport, and this is what we're putting together. This is what we're watching. So if Aaron Judge is out for any significant amount of time, I would say any more than a month, wrap it up, it is over. And I get the baseball season's a long season, and I get that it's not unusual for the Yankees under Aaron Boone to get off to, you know, kind of rough starts. Last year, that was not the case, but two years ago, Uh, At about this time of the season, they were like 12 and 14. There were a couple of games under 500. 2019, they were at 500 through 20 games. 2018, they were about 500. They don't always get off to the best of starts. In fact, their starts are sometimes their worst part of their season. But what's different about these teams as opposed to those teams is this is a terrible team. It's terrible. It's a terrible lineup. And I know what fans won't, certainly not, at 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, will take to, oh, well, you know, it's just, a, it's just a question of injuries, right? They're just so banged up. They're just so injured. But you don't get to get a pass for the injuries when you repeatedly put faith in injured players. These are not new things. These are not somewhere oh, wow, we got all these injuries just out of the blue. We're, we're usually so healthy. That's not the case, and to me, look—you go up and down the order, and, and it's clear that this is not a major league team. And the Yankees, for whatever reason, treat the the the, the, the script is is well documented at this point, right? Yankees do whatever they do in the offseason. Usually, they make a one splashy move, but they don't go crazy because they can't go crazy because the, the money that they're already allocating to the to the payroll they can't afford to go crazy because they don't have that much flexibility underneath the uh the luxury tax so they don't go crazy in the offseason they don't spend a whole bunch of money they get into the first month of the season and they throw some some guys out there to see if they can scrouch you know get anything out of them at all uh last year it was uh chapman right uh he, he came in all right fine um the uh the year before that what was it rude Dor. door they they you know um who was the other guy? The guy from uh, Cincinnati that they got the outfielder. They tried playing him at first base. Um, they they throw these at bats at guys, and it never works out. And They treat the first month this yeah hey, we're just kind of feeling things out, and then as they get into the season, they'll make a move here or make a move there. Problem is, they have a thousand moves to make with this team, and the guy who's going to be the 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 uh, the poster child for this. And the fact that they just keep giving it bats away, they just put guys out there that do not belong on a major league field anymore, has to be Aaron Hicks. Because by all metrics, all measures, he's terrible. By new age stats, by old head stats, by every stat or eye test you could have, he's horrendous. But why, why do they keep playing him? Because they don't have anybody better. The Yankees, a billion dollars. You don't have anyone anywhere within the organization who can play left field on a a mediocre basis in the major leagues? Some stats from yesterday. Brendan Cuddy, who uh, covers the Yankees for the Athletic. Uh, Aaron Hicks came into yesterday with a 4.3% line drive rate. Now, maybe you say, well, 4.3%. Is that good? No. No, it's not. The baseball major league average is 25 percent he's at four and he's playing on a regular basis why because the Yankees don't have anybody else they don't have anybody better than that a guy who can't hit has not been able to hit for a long time now I think his last good season was 2018 That's that's five years ago and they're still trotting them out there. You never know. Maybe today's the day. The other day, he tried to catch the ball. The reason he didn't was because his eyes were closed. He can't field. He's a terrible outfielder. It's almost like he doesn't care. And he can't hit whatsoever. So you know, much like the line from from Office Space, "What would you say you do around here?" Katie Sharp, who uh, had a stat that Hicks. Uh, came into yesterday with a 13% hard hit rate. You might be asking yourself, is that good? Also, no. Out of 383 players with at least 15 batted balls, Hicks, in hard hit rate, ranks 382. He's 382 out of 383. And this is the guy who was complaining a couple of weeks ago, what's my role on this team? I don't know. The fact that you have a spot on the team, you should be thanking your lucky stars. It's a terrible team. And the reason why they're trotting out guy after guy who can't play in the major leagues is because they don't have any better options. And the excuse will be, well, you know, Gordon, they're just all hurt. You can't, you can't replace starters with other starters. And that's true, you can't have... Well, I don't know, for a team of $275 million, I would think you would be able to go from, hey, this guy is our regular starter, to, this guy's not great, but at least he can kind of play. We got guys who can't play at all! They're terrible! They're terrible! They're not major league players! Not starting regular major league players! And the injuries might be an excuse... If it wasn't so easily seen, right? Like run down the injuries. Who's the great surprise? Oh my God, I can't believe so-and-so got hurt. Giancarlo Stanton? Oh, that, well, that never happens. At this point, Stanton makes Jacoby Ellsbury look like the Iron Horse. Josh Donaldson's hurt. Oh my God. That was almost like addition by subtraction. That's great. We get to play DJ LeMayhew more at third rather than Josh Donaldson. Donaldson looked cooked last year. And I know it wasn't a great sample size this year. Didn't look like it was was pointing in the right direction. Wasn't a hot start right out of the gate, that's for sure. Harrison Bader? Well, Harrison Bader's hurt. And in a perfect world, having him would be good because he's at least an actual major league player. But he's hurt all the time. Since 2019, he's played in 67% of the games that he was eligible to play in. His list of injuries, hamstring, forearm tightness, broken rib, plantar fasciitis. This year, he's got an oblique strain. And don't forget, he was hurt when they traded for him last year. Remember? They were waiting for him. He was in a walking boot when he traded for him. He's always hurt. Now, again, at least he's an actual major league player, which would be nice. He's typically an above-average player, which would be like, oh, my God, this guy's Joe DiMaggio compared to what we got to watch right now. But you don't get excuses for the injuries when you just continually trade for hurt players. Carlos Rodon, is he injured? Yes, all the time. In fact, the only time he wasn't really hurt was last year when he was playing for a contract, which you gave him. Frankie Montaz, does he get hurt? Well, he was hurt when you got him. He was hurt before you got him. He was hurt while you got him. He's hurt now. He's probably not going to pitch at all this season. And there's not a single Yankee fan anywhere who's disappointed by that after seeing what Frankie Montaz has when he was was actually quote-unquote healthy. So, I'm not generally one to panic in the month of April. Generally, this time of year, I'm telling hey, you, yeah, you got to take your tie. You know, it's a long baseball season. Don't get worked up about it. You'd like to see things get cleaned up sooner rather than later. But sometimes it's obvious. What's the Yankees' problem? They stink. They have players who do not belong on a major league roster. And really, it has to come down. And look, we get angry at, at um, the players. A lot of people on a nightly basis with me and Larry get upset about um, Aaron Boone with this or with that. Has hasn't? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this at 1-800-919-ESPN. Has there been an executive in this town, the good, the bad, the in-between, who has had a worse run in a season plus than Brian Cashman and kept his job? Because the the run that he has had over the last year plus has been horrendous. Now, last year, they got off to a great start. Whoa, it it was like a miracle. Where did this come from? It surprised everybody. But then over time, things regressed to the means. And it was largely the result of a historic season by, uh, by Aaron Judge. The season, I think last year they wrapped up. Did they wrap up at 50 and 51 or something along those lines? They obviously didn't win 100 games. This for a team that was on track, 105, 110. They made a slew of moves before the trade deadline. It seemed like every single guy they traded for got hurt. They got embarrassed by the play, in the playoffs by the team they've been trying to beat for five years. They made one major move in the offseason. That guy is already hurt. And again, they have the second highest payroll in the sport. So while people will yell and scream about Aaron Boone or people will yell and scream about Hal Steinberg, are he's cheap? It's not that he's cheap. He's spending the second highest payroll in the sport. The problem is, is the person that's making those moves is making terrible, terrible moves. The team is bad. So this team has two paths forward. Either the kids that they're playing now, which they're playing because, again, they have no better options. But either the kids that they're playing now, Volpe, Cabrera, Peraza, either they become really good really fast, or... They have to make a slew of trades to fill the many holes that they have. Which seems kind of, uh, seems like pretty of a distant chance that that happens, considering by the time you get into the trade season, who knows where this Yankee team is going to be. Because if if this is the team that we're going to watch, even with Judge or without Judge, just keeping your head above water is going to be difficult. And you can say, well, they just got to get their guys back and, and healthy. Do you think this is the end of the injuries? Every year, that the most injured team in baseball. It's like a consistent thing that we've been talking about since Joe Girardi was the manager. So why would I think now that the injuries are going to stop when this is a consistent thing year in and year out? And you take a look at what you've got to watch on a night-in, night-out basis. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. We'll get some phone calls on the Yankees. 4 o'clock, we're hoping to talk with Don LaGreca, get a little preview. Game 6 tonight, Rangers and the Devils. We've got to touch on the Knicks. we got to touch on the NFL. Oh, my gosh, we got so much to do. But coming up, we'll talk to some Yankees here at 1-800-919-ESPN. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York.
0: Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Talking a Little Yankees at
1: 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. And again, if you're going to call up and tell me, well, you know, it's just that the Yankees are injured. That's the only problem. Well, no, it's not really. You don't get a pass for the injuries when you continually acquire players who are injured. That's, that's not how it works. You you don't get guys... This guy's hurt all the time. Oh, wait a second. He got hurt for us? (sighs) Never saw that coming. Never saw that. Never would have thought in a million years that Giancarlo Stanton is hurt again or that Carlos Rodon is not ready to go or uh, Harrison Bader is hurt or a 38-year-old third baseman who's coming off his worst career year. Dinged up. What a shock. What a shock. And... While it would be great to say, well, you, you, we just have to get through these injuries, what would make you think that this is the end of the injury? Has there ever been a team that is this injured this early? They get through the month of April, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's a clean bill of health. Clean bill of health. And I'm sure that's the way it's going to turn around. sure that's the way. The Yankees had two issues, one main one, going into the end of the season last year. When the season ended last year, what was the problem? The offense. The offense was not good enough. And what did they? What did they do to improve that? Oh, that's right, nothing, zero, and injuries—they're a problem every single year. All right, let's, let's get, go to uh, the phones. One 919 ESPN is the telephone number. Let's start with Ray. Is in Brooklyn. Ray, first up, Gordon Damer show.
2: Hey, Gordon. Look, good afternoon, man. Listen, I'm going to preface by this. Please uh, allow engage me in a conversation. Don't have a quick hook because you don't like the way the conversation is going. When I speak to you and Larry, you tend to do that. Okay, Okay. right. Now, uh, before um, you
1: start, I'm just going to tell you, uh-huh. I don't have any hook. I do not cut off callers. That's people <laughs> back at the station, so don't blame me. But go right ahead.
2: Well, it, it's actually, you've actually done it to me. But um, anyway. I don't so, control the calls. You,
1: I can't do anything.
2: Go ahead. All right, listen, Gordon, this is the point. Um, right now, you're being the ultimate low-hanging fruit person, the ultimate opportunist, And you're also hedging your bet because you were. what What prompted me to call was the fact that you said the Yankees just stink. You emphasized that about five times, and now you're hedging with the injuries. Those are two separate issues. Now the other thing, I agree they're often injured, but and that's consistent about the team, right? But what's also consistent. They can't be a horrible, horrendous team like you put it and all the other words you use to embellish when they're in the final four every year, which is celebrated in other sports. And that's not bad for baseball either. So and, and, you know, at some point they will be consistent to what they normally are. They're the model of consistency. They always get to the final four. They'll be there. We'll worry about it when it gets There, they're not a hard team, and they did do something to improve the team over last year. Volpe is a vast, exponential improvement over that team over what we had last year in that spot, causing all of the uh, you know, just because of him, they're a much better base running team. Um, you know, he makes up for the fact that Gleyber Torres and Anthony Rizzo think that you know that they're invisible on a base pass sometimes, but you know, they do have another element, they will get there. I understand that that Tampa Bay is virtually undefeated right now, that's fine. And we're going to play them now, and we're going to play, I think, Toronto. Against, so we're going to get buried now. But you chose the greatest spot for you to start saying that this team is overachieving to this point. And whether we get in the playoffs as a wild card team like the Bum Mets did last year, it doesn't matter. Um, we will be there. So I just want to leave you with that, and I appreciate you letting me go. Go on. Thank you. Have
1: a great day. Uh, all right, right. Well, I mean, you don't have to go. And again, I don't control whether okay, you go or not. You can stay here. <laughs> okay, um, I'm here. You, sure. you admitted that the team is perennially hurt, right? They're always hurt. Right. Did they do anything to, to help that in the offseason in terms of the injuries to the lineup?
2: They didn't, but Gordon, they never okay. do. and They're still always in the final four.
1: Okay, so, so you're just going to go with, well, it always, it always works out, so it's going to work out this year.
2: Well, I mean you talk about stuff that's consistent with them with the injury and you hop on that, you made your points based on that. So Because I it happens be, every year. You know, we have to be consistent. Well they right, still have the injured player. They they,
1: they they still, still have also the injured player. In Does Judge get hurt quite a bit? I mean, if Judge is out for uh, any significant period of time, aren't they screwed in terms of this lineup? If they lose Judge absolutely. for any significant period of time, if he's out for, say, three weeks
2: are they screwed? Well, absolutely. That's why okay. I said that, you know, it's fine. If he's out for any significant amount of time, I can see the division to, to Tampa. But it doesn't matter. We, if we make the playoffs as a wild card team, which is celebrated by the Mets and other teams, it's well, but okay.
1: Don't go by that. comparing it to the—who cares about the Mets? It's not about the Mets. Well, they ha- it's about they this You a team you were
2: alluding,
1: that you has alluding the to fifth— Fero. This is a, what, a sixth year now since since 2017. Oh, it's, it's sixth year since 2017. That was the year that they got you know the the, the turnaround, the, the 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 rebuild on the fly, get to within a game of the World Series, and it was supposed to be this new this new chapter in Yankee history where they're competing again for divisions and championships and all that type of stuff. It was the the dawn of a new age, and here we are six years later. And does it seem like they're anywhere closer to where they were in 2017?
2: I mean, the only way you can get closer is by winning one more series, which is... I'll leave you with this. How close yeah, did they get it. last year? Let me year? Just leave you with
1: this. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. One series away. You're acting like you yeah, feel like they Martin were a complete full series away because they did nothing. and They got embarrassed in the ALCS. They got embarrassed. Right, we have the
2: lineup missing. we have the lineup missing. missing. Well, 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 half the lineup was missing.
1: Well, well, well. Half the lineup was missing. Yes. All right. Yeah, we it. I, I can't Let spend all It's this. not the Gordon and Ray show, so I will uh, say thank you. Um, now, again, I did not cut you off. I gave you plenty of time to talk, but uh, I don't control. Like, a quick hook, that's not me. Don't blame me. Blame me for the things I actually do. I, As I say to my wife all the time, don't blame me for the things that are not my fault. Um, I mean, they're always hurt. And the fact that you could have a $275 million payroll and the options, again, are, are Willie Calhoun and, 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 and Aaron Hicks. I, I mean, come on. You don't get a pass for injuries when you're acquiring guys who get hurt all the time. And if I have to see Clark Schmidt another t- oh, my God. Every time out. It's almost like the Yankee lineup is so bad that if the opposing pitcher gives up runs... It's almost like, oh, is there something wrong with you? (laughs) You obviously have to go to the injured list. We got to get you out. Jacob DeGrom gave up a hit last night. There's obviously something wrong with him. And and I would just say, like, take a look at the moves that were made last year before the trade deadline, what was done in the offseason this year. Do you look at this Yankee team? getting? I mean, take a look at the lineup last night. It's not a a surprise that the Yankees don't score runs. The, The lineup stinks. And 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 this year I think it has to be even more changes. And I don't know necessarily that they would have the 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 um the the direction to actually make those changes because again they're not going to go out and get a new DH because Stanton is coming back at some point. Now he's not going to be back anytime soon, but they're not going to make some big move for a DH when when Stanton. That has to be a spot with how often he gets injured. Uh, the the catching position they look at that as a defensive position, so it's going to be the two guys they have there, and any offense that you get out of that position is great. Third base, will they ever make a move for third base when they have, uh, that's one spot that LeMahieu can play if you're going to play, you know, maybe you move him around a lot, you can't play him every day, you're not going to play him at second base every single day because Torres is there and you're hoping to get something out of him and he can be a productive everyday player. Although when he's cold, he's ice cold. And they have Donaldson coming back, and they, they, they've sworn up and down for two years now. Oh, Josh Donaldson, he's, he's, it's coming. It's coming around the corner. Don't worry. He's going to be the bringer of rain any second here. Defense, did we, talk, did we talk about his defense? So I don't know where. Left field, yes, they could, they could actually use an actual productive baseball player in left field. That would be a help. That would, that would, that would be a start. That would be a start. Uh, let's go out to uh, Spencer is in the car. Spencer, next up on the Gordon Damer Show.
3: Hello, Gordon. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, Spencer. You know, you're talking about the Yankees. To me, you got a lot of overpriced guys. you got guys that strike out more times than they get hits in a season. And I I blame a little of it on Boone and for one reason. How many of these guys hit a ball – look at it when they're at home plate, and then realize, oh, no, the ball's not going out, and now they've got to hustle to first or second base. And I've seen Stanton get injured a number of times because he's not running when he hits the ball, and he's sliding into second, and now all of a sudden he pulls a hamstring or pulls this or pulls that. If he gets on these guys' cases, you hit the ball, run. If it's a home run, now you can start jogging. But – And that's that's certainly the case, not that
1: the injury took place as a result of that, but that happened a couple of times last year with Donaldson, and it didn't seem like – who knows what happens behind the scenes, but whatever happened behind the scenes did not alleviate the problem. But go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: But you don't have any singles hitters on this team. This team strikes out a ton. If you watch games or look at the uh, the box score with Houston, they'll lose a game and they'll strike out six times maybe – how many games do the Yankees play with are striking out 10, 11, 12 times? You can't, you can't win that way. You can't rely on the home run all the time. And we see that in the playoffs. They get up, they score maybe a run or two, but they're not creating runs like they used to years ago when you had guys who hit for average or guys who got on base.
1: Well, I, you know, Spencer, and thanks for the phone call. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. Now, look, the, the rule changed this year with uh, the banning of the shift and, and more importance on the base paths in terms of stealing bases. That has changed at some. But take a look at the Yankee lot. They don't have a lot of all-or-nothing hitters. Stanton is clearly all-or-nothing. When they had Gary Sanchez, he was clearly all-or-nothing. But D.J. LeMahieu is not all-or-nothing. Um, he, he's not a, what, you, what you would say is a, is a home-run hitter. Uh, now he strikes out a, a a bunch, but it's not it's not because he's swinging for the fences. Rizzo does hit with power and has seen his average drop over the past few years as a result of the shift. You would think that that would kind of go back the way it, is. but he's not a huge strikeout guy either, so that's not necessarily true. Volpe is a is a different equation this year. So we'll see how that goes. I would not think he's not going to be a big power guy. He's not an all or nothing kind of guy. Bader is is not a huge home run guy. So I I think that that's kind of uh, over. I don't think that it's it's the, the Yankees are loaded with all these guys that are home run or bust. I think that they're loaded with guys who can't hit. They don't have enough good hitters in their lineup. Right now, it's it's Rizzo, it's Judge as long as he's not and I have not seen anything today about uh, his status. I think it's still day to day. Uh, Harrison Bader is not a big power guy there. Um, he, he, at best, he's a slightly above average offensive player. Uh, LeMahieu, not a huge home run guy. Glaber does swing for the fences quite a bit, but I don't know that, uh, that it's almost tough to judge him because he is so hit or miss. And, and he's not a huge power guy, but I could see what you're saying there with the amount of strikeouts that he has. Uh, so it's really about Stan. I, I think that that narrative gets uh, played a little bit too much. It's, it's played a little bit too much. Uh, let's go out to uh, – let's see here. Uh, Robbie is in Massachusetts. Robbie, next up on the Gordon Damer Show.
4: Hey, Gordon. How you doing?
1: I'm good, Robbie. I What's going your, on? Lo- I'm as disgusted with the Yankees as you are with the Rangers. Oh, my
4: God. I loved your monologue, though. That was so funny when you said – I was going to go, oh, my God, let my escape you in the office. What exactly do you think you do here? That was so funny. I mean, and, uh, I, I By I the know. way, compare
1: it. Imagine, imagine complaining publicly. I don't really know what my role is. Guy – You've been terrible for five years. What do you – lay low.
4: <laughs> I got to tell you, Donnie, Donnie's monologue the other day, how in the world with the depleted lineup, okay, how in the world would the depleted lineup, a kid who's 22 years old, all right, do you sit him on the bench? I am so sick of Aaron Boone, and his, he's an analytics clown. Can this guy ever do anything – By the seat of his damn pants, please.
5: The analytic people with the Yankees, I hate you.
4: (laughs) It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Donnie was going off the other day. I wanted to call up and talk to him because he's absolutely 100% right. I mean, Aaron Boone, it's the kid's 22nd birthday for crying out loud. Why can't he play? Don't sit on the bench on your birthday. What's the matter with this guy? What's the matter with him? You know? And also about the Rangers. Can anybody on this top six actually get in front of the net? Can they show some guts, please? You know, in 1994... You know, Neil Smith brought in a lot of guys that could play below the goal line. That's what the the Rangers need to do tonight. Sit Kane, bring in Johnny Brzezinski, let Goudreau play on the top two line, and, and get in front of this guy. They haven't tested Schmidt at all. So I'll get your thoughts, but uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. We'll see what happens. So. Uh, look,
1: Robbie, uh, I am looking forward to the Ranger game tonight. I have to think that they're going to – they have to have some level of pride that they can't go out what like they did uh, in game five with that, uh, that I mean, just pathetic performance. I mean, the, the, the coach is questioning whether or not guys are quitting or guys are lazy in game four and somehow in game five or even worse in, the, in that third period where – You'd figure, all right, we're going to lose the game, but let's at least go down fighting. Let's go down shooting. And I think they got two shots on net in the third period. It was uh, pathetic. So I would would expect a better effort tonight. I am not the Ranger expert. We'll talk to Don LaGreca coming up at 4 o'clock, hopefully. Um, But in terms of the Yankees and Boone in the lineup, I get what people are saying. There's a lot of things that make you, you scratch your head. We joke about it at night, Larry and I, with the, the post-game press conferences where you know what's going to be – I mean, he said one thing the other night. I really like the at-bats. I think they had scored like one run or two runs. I think it was the loss of the Twins. They scored two runs. They didn't have a hit after like the fifth inning. And He's talking about how good the at-bats are. But, again, at the end of the day, the person responsible for Boone being here is Brian Cashman. So you can yell and scream about the individual players. That's fine. You can scream about Boone if you want. That's fine. You can say that Hal is cheap, and you can say that if you want. But at the end of the day, the one person who is primarily responsible for the state of the Yankees, and that is clearly Brian Cashman. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls as we take you up till 7 o'clock tonight. Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York.
0: Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Let's run through some calls here. Let's go to uh, Ernie's in the Bronx. Ernie, go. How you doing, Gordon? Thank you for taking my call.
5: I just wanted to, first of all, say that I'm somebody that I appreciate what Cashman has done for us, taking us to six World Series. He's brought us four World Championships, but I also think it's time for him to go. Like you said, he continues to sign these people that are hurt. You're trading, you know, the trade for Giancarlo Stanton. As much as, you know, he was a great player, he's also somebody that's always been constantly hurt. And his contract was backloaded. We're paying him more now than we, than when we traded for him. So nobody's going to take that contract off our hands. It's like, you know, you did what you did for us. We're grateful. But at the same time, you're not keeping up with the times. You're not willing to make those big trades. Losing out on Luis Castillo last year, I think, was huge because he didn't want to get rid of Volpe. But Castillo's a guy that doesn't get hurt much. He's young, and they just signed him to a five-year deal for, what, $100 million? I think that's cheap for a guy like that. So, I don't know. I think it's I think it's time for us to cut ties with, with Cashman. He's also real big on the analytics, which I don't think – like, you need somebody that's going to come in there and let a manager manage – the game
1: well here's the thing ernie and thanks for the phone call Uh, the stanton deal i don't i don't know what the the financials are of it but just by the 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 eye test right i mean a guy as a guy gets older a a bulky muscle-bound slugger uh it was always going to be at some point that that contract was going to get bad and and the the amount that he's been hurt already uh would make you think that it's probably sooner rather than later because he's not going to be around anytime soon here And he is still signed, I think, for four more seasons after this. The analytics thing, every team in baseball is is using analytics. So you can't criticize them for using it. Now, the problem is they're not using the analytics correctly. Like back when I was in school, my my worst subject was always math. I just never got math. I was always algebra, geometry, trig, terrible at all of them across the board. But the problem was not the geometry. It was my application of the geometry the geometry works I just didn't know how to do it so the analytics work doesn't seem to I'm betting right now there are not a slew of Rays fans sitting around saying man these analytics they're ruining us the Rays can figure out how to do it and every successful team in baseball is using analytics to a degree it's just the Yankees analytics just don't seem to for lack of a better term just don't seem to add up Let's go out to uh, Pete is on Long Island. Pete. Go, my man.
0: Gordon, how are you?
1: I'm good, man. What's going on, Pete?
0: Uh all good. So let's let's talk Yankees. Ad nauseum. The last caller was right. I'm sixty years watching the Yankees. I'm sixty four. So let's say I was four or five years old. I know what winning teams look like. This is not built as a winning team. It's just not and you have to go to Cashman. And what the Yankees lack and they and by the way, he didn't build four world championships, he didn't do that. Michael, Stick Michael did it. He came in, kind of rode those coattails, and then in 09, he did. He brought in CeCe uh, and he brought in Teixeira, and that's really what propelled them. But that's what they're lacking. They're lacking some intensity, and they have been for years and years. They don't have that intense type of kinda of like Boone's not really intense, Cashman's not intense, and he seems to always get these same ball players and make the same mistakes over and over while he's building his team. And it's it's just not gonna work. So the way I would fix the Yankees, the only way if you want to try to win this year, is you're going to have to do it through pitching. You've got Cole, it looks like he's going for Saw Young if he doesn't get hurt. He's he's you know, he looks incredibly focused, more so than in the past. You've got Rondon, hopefully he comes back. You've got to go get another number one. And then you have enough hitting with, obviously, Judge and LeMayu and and Wizzo and Tories, et cetera. That's the only way that you're going to win. There is no other way. The team is not built to to, to beat Houston, or quite frankly, probably not even Tampa.
1: Well, look, P, I, 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 I appreciate the phone call. Uh, I I, gr- I disagree. Uh, I mean, now it would be great if they could get their pitchers healthy and keep them healthy. I don't know that I have a huge uh, bunch of confidence that that's going to happen, given the injury history of both Severino and Rodon. But if you get those two guys back, that would that would help uh, the rotation. As I, I bring up all the time, generally, the Yankees figure out the 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 bullpen pretty well. They usually are able to develop guys that uh, can build a bridge to the closer and, and and this time being Clay Holmes. So that's not what I'm really concerned about. What I'm concerned about is the hitting. They don't have enough hitting. They didn't have enough hitting last year, and they don't have enough hitting this year. And I don't see them go. I, they don't seem to address, uh, address the issue of hitting. Even a move last year to bring in uh, Bader – that was more to uh, address the defensive position. He's a great defensive outfielder, and he would be a huge help right now because, again, when healthy, he is a slightly above-average offensive player, but he's hurt a lot. He's hurt all the time. He was hurt a lot with the Cardinals. He was hurt before you got him, and he's hurt again now. You can't, you can't cry injury when the guys that you are repeatedly acquiring are always hurt, and, and you're, not, you're never getting rid of any of them either. Uh, Let's go out to Dan in New Jersey. Dan, go, my man.
0: Hey, how you doing,
1: Gordon? Hey, Dan.
0: Hey, I I was calling, uh, you know, listening to the Yankees fans, and then this week I happened to listen to that rant that Don had with that guy in Mike from Manalpin. And uh, listening to that and laughing about it, his point he was making actually made sense now that we talk about it with Joey Gallo and how the Yankees fans always look to the playoffs and how they wouldn't cut them you know, because of money issues.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: just something that happens every year with the Yankees. Um, you know, and I just thought his, you know, his point was very salient now that I, you know, listened to it again got a good chuckle up about it and thought about, uh, you know, his, his, uh, you know, the, the, this, you know, the main reason for the anger amongst Yankee fans, it's the inability to get um, contact hitters goes back to cashman. They just resigned him for four years. And it's just the same old Yankees.
1: It does feel that way, Dan. Yeah, I appreciate the, the phone call. Um, for anybody who's saying, well, you got to get rid of Cashman, you got to get rid They didn't get rid of Cashman last year. They gave him a contract extension. So the idea that you're, they're getting rid of Cashman anytime soon, uh, at this point, it seems like he's kind of untouchable. It almost feels like he's like the fifth Steinbrenner. Feels like he's part of the family now. So I don't, I don't think that he's going anywhere anytime soon. If he didn't go anywhere the last couple of years, and after getting embarrassed... By the Astros, the way they did. You know, everyone goes back to when George were, was, was running the show and, and if George were alive, this or that. George had a f- lot of flaws. And one of them was that it was it was constant change. Every, it, it, people that don't remember or weren't alive at the time, it, it was every single year it was the manager change, the GM, the hitting coach, players in and out. There was constant change. And that was not the right approach. But unfortunately, it now feels like things have swung completely in the opposite direction where there are no ramifications for failure ever and, and last year while the Yankees might think it was a successful year because they won 99 games and they made the ALCS to the fan base that was not a successful year and it was not that long ago that it would not have been seen as a successful year losing to the team you've been trying to beat for five years in a row uh, let's go out to Spike is in St. Pete Spike go, my man yeah, real quick on Aaron Hicks. You made an observation
3: or you said it in your monologue. Maybe maybe me watching him a little bit, uh, you could comment on it. When the ball's hit to him, it appears to me
2: that he doesn't see it. He he, he just his initial reaction is like he like he's squinting. Remember Mr. Magoo cartoons? Mm-hmm. He, he looks he looks like he, he has no idea where the ball's going. And then when it's upon him, his shoulders kind of crunch over like a little league kid. You know, he does,
1: could I be wrong that he doesn't pick up the flight of the ball? Well, the one the other night with Cole on the mound, Spike, thanks for the Come phone on. call, that 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 he tried to catch and dove in on, um, his eyes were closed when, when the ball made contact. So... As someone who has, been, has butchered a, a fly ball or two during uh, the Don LaGreca celebrity softball game, I, I, I know that closing your eyes when you're trying to catch the ball generally makes it more difficult to catch the ball. And, and I have not analyzed his at-bats, but now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I should go back and look because maybe his eyes are closed then too. I, I don't know. It would, it would explain a lot. It would explain a lot. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, one 800 919 Coming up, we'll talk a little Rangers hockey. Get ready for a critical game six tonight. Rangers and Devils next with Don LaGreca, only here on 98.7 FM ESPN New
0: York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.